0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 150 of the JV Club. Guys, 150, that feels like it's a thing, right? That's a thing, 150. Um, I can't think of a better way to celebrate. I said this in my uh, description, my written description of the episode than with an enjoyable podcast with my friend, Gene Villapique of course has the initials JV guys JV JV talks to JV Uh, I hope you enjoy it I want to get some shout outs in guys I think this is all pretty much email related but I want to thank Mary Jo and Jessica L uh for your lovely notes I want to thank Bronwyn I want to thank uh Christine who's in SF Uh, thank you so much for your email I want to thank Gulu and uh Damon Damon always interested in talking about uh Mormonism stuff with you Cameron I want to thank you very much for your email, Emily, all the way in Australia. I want to thank you for your email. Uh, I want to welcome in Marky, who's a new listener to the podcast, and I just want to give uh, a shout out to Megan, also, who sent me an email uh, today, actually, whom I met at uh, at Emerald City. Uh, guys, have a wonderful tax day. Listen, it's too late. The, today is tax day. That's when we recorded it. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful tax day. If you're listening to this on Thursday, the 16th, uh, I trust that you have paid your taxes and/or are sitting in a jail. Because because. because you're a conscientious objector in which case i'm very proud of you so uh enjoy and uh and i'll talk to you soon okay bye now entering nerdist.com Uh, uh, Loosen it up Do you want to
1: My paperwork uh, Yeah I do need you To process (laughs) the paperwork
0: Um, You know what I was going to do a test But I'm looking at the I'm looking at There's uh, some wiggly lines That show me that This is a thing that is recording So I feel like we might be safe It's already going It's already going Okay I already holding
1: the microphone
0: You're going to have to The entire time It's cool It's good It's good You do feel A little bit like you're what if you were the person who held the microphone sort of upwards, like to tilt your throat up, so wow. you could really get a full? I think I'd be a diva if I did that. Yeah, that's a straight I don't up want to be diva like move. Guttural, super too humble. A roll if you're down here, yeah, I don't want to swallow it. Um, no, but happy tax day to you too. Thank, Thank you so much for remembering. <laughs> you're um, welcome. Is that? I guess I guess I didn't. So your outfit is? Does it feel like? Did you pick it specifically for tax <laughs> yeah, day? Yeah, it's, it's
1: a springy tax day. I have green, pant, bright green pants on, which is they're new. They're new pants. I think they're wonderful, and I wanted to make a bold, splashy pant choice you absolutely absolutely knocked it out of the park you don't have pants to fit yeah i have a hard time buying pants to fit i don't like buying them and then i'm just like oh these and then they're they fit upstairs and then they're too short or like and then i just wear pants that don't fit everybody i i don't know a woman
0: i guess if you're just like you have a boy body then you're fine if you just don't have hips and you have just straight skinny legs you're probably going to be okay yeah otherwise i i mean not to be like a woman's magazine because I don't have a solution. I'm not going to be like, like turn bike. to page 75 and we will give you a surefire way to find the perfect pant. I certainly don't wear pants very often because I've sort of abandoned the idea that I'm going to find pants that I like the way they fit. And I just, having just moved, uh, i sort of like looking through, I'm seeing clothes, oh, you touch, see and touch you your own. clothes, which is great. I got rid of a bunch of stuff. There's no way to not get rid of a bunch of stuff when you do that. Yep. So it's a great gift in that way. But so many pants that I look at and I'm like...
1: I know why I still have these, but I also know why I never
0: wear them. And
1: it just, yeah, it's, time to it's say such a, a relationship. Like with tops, you can like I can, I don't mind if I buy like a. Now that was a weird time, and I just right. felt like uh, whatever with yeah. that top. But like pants are the foundation. You have to buy <laughs> pants that can really do a lot of different things. And yeah. when I, I usually end up buying them impulsively, like I don't know, I'm just going to... Yeah. they never. I'll make these work. work? Yeah, I know. But it, also dresses are better. But also like it's a. I mean it's uh,
0: I. I I I struggle with this too because when I start getting into this sort of like how we look, how we present ourselves on this podcast where I'm trying to kind of, you know, be whatever, like gag authentic or what what have you, I I think there's this part of me, (laughs) there's this part of me that feels like, well, that's not important to talk about because that's not about who you are on the inside or it feels like somehow shallow to talk about getting like different haircuts you've had. But that is real stuff. I mean... Like I'm, yeah. I'm interested it's a in why we well, feel like why we can't find pants that don't fit or f- pants that fit. And also like how much baggage am I carrying around that I really would rather just wear a dress than Think about myself and my legs and my butt and my body and my thighs and all that kind of stuff as exposed to the world in a way I'm not comfortable with because of the way my pants fit. There's
1: ten choices when you wear pants. Like when you wear a dress, it's just all a mystery. But then when you wear like the pants, I tend to wear. My husband calls gets like dumpy butt. He's like that. That's now dumpy butt, which makes me very comfortable if they're just kind of baggy. I'm like nobody really knows, and it's just kind of like I bounce my (laughs) bones. Oh yeah. These aren't the huggers. They're like, yeah. when, when it, yeah. Like we don't need, I don't, well I mean, not, but yeah. then if you are like, I'm going to get pants that fit, it's like, it's like, am I going to sexualize my ass? Am I going to like it, it? It's a lot of choices are like, am I going to tuck stuff in? Is it tight around the waist? Is it low? like, it just becomes a, a, about a lot more. Th- it's not yeah. just like, am I in style? It's not like a superficial style thing. It is like, how much of your body do you want to like showcase in what way? Instead yeah. of just saying like, fuck it. I'm just wearing the skirt. No, like, you're
0: absolutely right. Let's not and that's something that I feel like I've had an issue with forever. I mean, I don't, I was not one of those kids who wasn't self-conscious until a certain point. I think I was pretty self-conscious for like all, all of it. Wow. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I definitely remember. I like, I
1: can't believe it. I can't believe it. Oh, about me? Yes. I, I have, mean, I know you said this in your dorky. But me, I do
0: not believe there are pictures it. of me. There are pictures of me. I wish I could find some. Maybe I can cough some up. Cough up some version. But there are pictures of me where everyone else is wearing a bathing suit, and I have on like shorts and a t-shirt. From like, I can't believe 10, it. You are stunning, gorgeous
1: human being. Bless you're like. Bless if everyone was like let's put together all the best of the best features we can have like i think i, just, av- I think you just described hitler's plan
0: <laughs> uh, you're the Aryan nation no i i, I Dream bride. but th- but that just goes to show like there's no yeah, accounting for well i appreciate yeah. you saying that i never felt that i never felt that i felt very boyish um but i also felt boyish in a body that was sort of like and it's not like i developed early or anything like that i just felt like i didn't I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I never wore... About, sh- I never... My whole life, I never wore shorts. I only started wearing shorts a couple of years ago, I, frankly, when I got old enough that I was like, eh, I'm all right.
1: Wow. Like, I'll just wear these. Yeah, those are day not day. on the menu for me. But, shorts. But yeah.
0: But I... But, but like, nothing's time, ch- I, don't, I, don't, I, don't,
1: I don't know that my body's any nicer or any worse. I just... I think I just got tired of caring. And but. I also feel like... I don't know if you have this experience, but every time I look back, like, five or ten years, I'm like, what was the problem? Like, that was totally fine. Like... Yeah. When I was thirty, I was like, Oh god, now I'm thirty and blue and I'm like, Oh god, I looked great and I've you know, like, I why know. couldn't I? So I do keep trying to check in and be like, When you're sixty, you're gonna look back and be like, Shut up. Just yeah. enjoy that you, your body's working and moving and like I don't totally That agree. sounds a bad moving, Jazz, Jazz. I bought your video. I actually Thanks. bought your workout video. <laughs> it's, it's just wonderful. about walking with spirit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I very, very slowly got fit through walking with spirit via you, and I thank you. No, but it's funny you would say that because I feel like that's another thing that's been happening to me a lot lately is I've been having, I feel like I have a lot of conversations with past Janet and future Janet, and I even call them that. Like uh-huh. the, the smallest things where, you know, you clean the, you've you realize that you've cleaned out the lint catcher in your dryer after you finished your laundry mm-hmm. so that future Janet will already not have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, thanks. Thanks, Pastor Janet, because I don't always do that. And uh, but then all the way up to this idea of being like sixty and going, trying to trying to imagine and connect with sixty year old Janet. I'm. I really. (laughs) I let them all out.
1: Was that a ghost? I. Ghost just (laughs) flew. Something magic just happened on tax day. (laughs) Are you a witch? (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're new oh, friends. Oh, my God. That's the most beautiful metaphysical explanation for a burp of mine I've ever been given. <laughs> yes. Let go of your ghost. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I've come to a point now where I purposefully oh. drink sparkling beverages because... There's something about me accidentally burping on the podcast that's just become a thing that I, I'm embracing because I'm so ashamed of it. Now I'm
1: leaning into it. I like uh, that you said it's accidental because <laughs> it doesn't seem like it anymore. It seems like it's a very strategic choice. <laughs> oh, I mean, gosh. I guess the timing you can't plan like, ooh, it's in like 80 seconds, I got, I I got one cooking.
0: I've on this thing, I think. I almost can't oh. get past it. I feel like I need to just sit in it for a little while longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh jv oh no, there's jv two jvs I, yeah i do want to call this Love out it. not only are we celebrating tax day we in are the best way i can imagine by talking about pants water's flat and sparkling water flat and sparkling but also for my 150th episode i have jv on the jv club with host jv and i just found out that you are now hosting uh, and you're now coaching an
1: improv team at the ucb Yeah, yes JV. call jv it's a very jv spring is it
0: short for junior varsity
1: i think so yeah oh and you there- didn't even know is it was a coincidence I don't know. I I lack the <laughs> integrity to ask a lot of questions. I'm like, oh, I'll just assume things. <laughs> um, but they have a show that I did once where you tell stories also about being in, I guess it's junior high mm-hmm. times, and then they improvise like an Cat style. Oh, that's um, cool. So yes. So I think it's probably junior varsity. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's what they do. Okay. Yes. That's that. Yeah. I- I got, and you got, bring got, a picture and
1: you put it up and you're like, this is what I have in there. Oh,
0: that's fun. Uh, boy, yeah. yeah, that is really when I think about my podcast episodes and imagining people improvising scenes off high school it's very easy to imagine that and also like I wonder how much would not be said if some if you knew you were going to have scenes improvised about you what information would you choose to share versus not choose to share that you might not it's just a a conversation
1: I feel like adult storytelling adult storytelling (laughs) which is triple X but it's like you can tell travel you, you can open up to a lot of things but mostly that age is obsessed with like you know like boys and bodies and you know like nerdy stuff so i think that when I, I mean i don't have any my problem was i didn't i don't have any pictures or writing from back then because my parents got when my parents got divorced i was kind of like i don't want it hmm. so like all this stuff's gone so i did more like my early 20s but still it was dating stuff and when people act out like i had pretended to be pregnant on this date i thought it was really you funny did? it was a really terrible dumb choice oh. And they were like acting up the scene like, hey, Paula, it's okay to just be yourself, man. And I was like, oh, my God. Like they were just illuminating every like, right. I'm so insecure. I did that. Oh, I thought it was funny. Like <sighs> they really it's like a real big mirror. Like, oh, I don't know that I'll do that. Again. <laughs> like, <laughs> and in the nicest spirit of way. Yeah. But it's like yeah. it does hold up a mirror. And it's just like, well, it's eh. hard,
0: too, because I feel like even when I've done Cat monologues, uh, which for those of you who don't follow a long form improv, which I'm sure there are many, oh, sorry, that's yes. like mostly when... Uh, you know, a group of pe- a group of people, obviously, as you just heard from Gene. Well, uh, somebody will tell a story, and then you're improvising off of those stories. So, uh, the Ask Cat, the U- Upright Citizens Brigade ASCAT Cat show is kind of the the per- sort of most known show version of that at from the Upright Citizens Brigade. And so, if you do a monologue like those, there's there's a snarkiness to Ask Cat that I, I when I agree to do a monologue for that show, I know the risks. I know that oh, yeah. I'm gonna say something, and if I even say one word wrong. You know, Chad Carter is going to jump on that and make a whole scene about this stupid thing yes. I just said, and yes. you really have to like be ready to not feel like an asshole yourself because I don't it's think gonna I can get do it. like that spotlight's <laughs> going to get shone. Do you know what I mean? And so that is that's exactly I guess what I mean when I say like who's going to like what what the. <clears throat> I don't feel Askhat is a safe place. Do you know what I mean? I go in there knowing like they're yeah, gonna tear like my shit armor apart they're and like tear it apart. Yeah. So what am I gonna talk about? And or you know, I, you can't plan anything because you don't know what you're gonna talk about. But you're sort of thinking on your feet. Like I'm not gonna you know I'm gonna tell this story because if I have to see it played back to me in some way. But, um, but versus that, I mean, I, I would hope that that team would hold a
1: more safe place. Do you know oh I mean? yeah, it's yeah. A gentler, they definitely have a different. They're like a different generation of improvisers, and I really like this. Vibe where it is a very a very because i started improvising in like 1995 or 6 in chicago and it was a very much like one of our coaches was like eat the week and like it was just like don't fucking beep and i was like yeah. i'm depressed uh oh like i I was just yeah. like uh oh i can't and i had to take a break from it but it was just very competitive and mostly guys and like now there is this like Generation that's just like very supportive and very lovely and does beautiful. I mean, not that uh, the generation I came up in doesn't do beautiful work in in its own way, but it it was a much more like demand to deliver and like shame of defeat. Like it it had more of a sports feel of it, of like either winning or losing.
0: I think, and I think using a sports analogy is a really good one. That makes a lot of sense to me.
1: I guess yeah they're teams yeah they're, and it is like you're playing together but I feel yes I well, just I like feel like it. it's more I would, supportive well, I definitely would want it more touchy-feely so I'm excited to hear uh, your take on that it's just like a 25-minute massage
0: oh wonderful that's what the, that's what the show now, is gonna, gonna be the, I'm coaching them the, maybe They maybe like too <laughs> relaxing I mean I don't giggle a whole lot during a massage sometimes <laughs> during pain I'll, I'll oh, start no. laughing but you know what I mean like if something hurts it makes you giggle yeah I mean I think that's a reaction I have to pain what you know what I mean? I went all to be like don't say that hurts so much oh
1: God, I like have my face jammed to the pillow. I'm like, oh, yeah. like I don't want to say anything. Okay. Oh, like, 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 like unless the they, I ask for I'm this, I, such I a can't passive. Yeah. yeah, but if they're like, say if it's too hard, I'm like, yeah,
0: okay, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to wait for them to offer up that it's okay if it's too hard.
1: Maybe one more year. I'll- get over that yeah although i don't get massages that often so i don't like have the thing yes, where i'm like i don't either i'm in the you know i'm in my massage groove and i have my whole you know i'm right. usually like oh yeah this okay okay first second i thought you naked. were saying
0: i'm in my massage group like it was a group a group, a group? of people the group I coach. like a reading club like a book club <laughs> but it was a massage club we stand in a circle <laughs> <was all> <laughs> well there is a lot of if did you study theater when you're mm-hmm. in, uh, aside from improv did yeah you i studied you, like, in college everyone sits in a circle and rubs each other's yeah. shoulders and back. Yeah, it's so weird. It's still a little weird. And it is like I don't know that I felt closer to anyone doing that.
1: I I am not a touchy feely person, so all that stuff is just like, oh God, do we have to like, do we have to do that? But although all like very beginning like mirror exercise stuff, I knew I, I knew all love we to that, that stuff. You did, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like
0: you. Well, that's such a I really that's a, yeah. I was gonna say you're not, not such touching a
1: different connection, isn't it? its yeah. is. I also feel like a the touching thing. There's a lot of people who go into the theater world who are like. Let's pull our pants down. T- right. You know, like, the, so I'm very leery of like, are you uh, enjoying this? Are you, are we doing this for the experience or for the experience? You know, like, are yep. we getting something out of this or getting, you know, I don't know how to say <laughs> I do, it. I, uh, do, I do. I do. So I feel just very mm, mm-hmm, skittish mm-hmm. about people like that.
0: Would do, you, uh, this is now this, this, there's no way for this not to sound psychoanalytical, but do you come from like a touchy feely family? Cause I feel no. like that's where it comes from. I mean, that's yeah. not, not the experience part of it, but even just the, the the tactile like the the person who's very squeezy and like huggy, and I am sort of more of a person who's like touching some. I'll I i do not mean uh-huh. to, but I'll touch someone's arm when I'm talking to them. I'll touch their shoulder, like maybe I don't know them well enough to do that. Uh-huh. And I and it has to be from my family because I don't know where that otherwise came from. I'm sure but. it
1: is. I'm sure we learn it just like animals. Like we roll around together, or we don't. You know, like and yeah. we didn't. It's just everything is. Say says- <laughs> to me it's okay to roll around for but like um i remember saying to my mom like my mom's side and her mom was such a waspy waspy my grandmother vera like i was i was like well, how come grandma doesn't kiss us back because she would always like um uh point at her cheek like doot doot, like kiss here right so we'd be like like peck around the cheek, like, yeah. God, that's like so easy to picture. I'm ducklings. sure that's been done to me. Yeah. And I, and I was like, mom, why don't we kiss her back? And she was like, why don't you ask grandma? Like, I don't want to yeah, have I this conversation. See, yeah. So I was like, hey, grandma. And then she was like, oh, well, all right. But I know that it was just like, I'm being put in a spot where I have to like do that. So yeah. I know that that definitely trickled down and it was just sort of like, Like when we were little, my mom before we we like hug and kiss before we went to bed, but it was like a formality, like Mm -hmm. and then good night, right? Right. And I remember we used to. I I grew up in New Jersey. I don't know. I I don't experience shocks that much here, but there it was like in the winter, especially if you walked on carpet, it was like shock somebody. Yeah, so it was always like these like little quick slaps and then like little slaps (laughs) on the arm and then kiss good night. So like maybe that's ah, it. That's interesting. I didn't get beaten, but I got like slightly slapped and shocked. Well, (laughs) I I mean that. I mean
0: honestly, a shock is. What people use in a lot of situations to cease behaviors in other people. Yeah. Scientists do that.
1: I that think we were experiments. When we you touch really someone, you get a
0: shock. I've never thought about that before, and not to overthink it, but I really think that's interesting. Don't you? you I it do. Up. You
1: must. I, I'm fascinated by yeah. myself. <laughs> uh, well, I think that there shot. were other ways, yeah. but I know there were other families who grew up in where I grew up in Rockville, super huggy, yeah. And I also, a couple of years ago, my friend, do you know Tammy Sager? Yeah, she's an yeah. amazing improviser, oh gosh, writer, she's so, so talented. Yeah. And we were doing this improv show together. And we got there early. Um, and she was like, can I lay down on you? And I was like, no. <laughs> and yeah. she always, she's always into it. I think she associates it with me being waspy and her being Jewish. And she's like, part of you is Jewy. Part of you is really waspy. Yeah. The touching thing is very much like... And now, at least I'm just... I used to be like, okay, you can put your uh-huh. head on me. And I would. I feel like... And if someone does just touch my arm, I just feel like it's like... Like there's yeah. a sound going off in my head until it stops. It's not that interesting? <laughs> well, and you're married, yeah? Yeah, we don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm a companion. So glad you just
0: volunteered that information. I was trying to figure out how I was going to extract that. It just seemed like it was going to be so tough.
1: No, with people I love, it's different. It just takes a while. And I do love Tammy as well, but it was in a work set. It was at a... Mm-hmm. It, I just didn't feel like getting like accessing my my gooey like mm-hmm, yeah. love side before <laughs> before an improv show because as you said like there's yeah. part of the armor like if you're walking in to an improv show in our like in my 20s it wasn't such a big deal but now there's like life stuff yeah. and i have to kind of go like i'm in a work mode i'm doing this and i don't want to necessarily access like hey i love you i have vulnerabilities and uh, you know I like totally i totally get it I you know? think that, that makes absolute sense
0: when you say we uh in terms of your family could you give us a snapshot
1: of what that looks like in shoxville new jersey sure uh david Villapique, father beth Naylor, pre pre nay nailer previously Villapique, now Naylor. <laughs> um my my husband just introduced that her i don't think he introduced it to her but he really enjoyed saying nailer your last name is Naylor Naylor. i didn't know her <laughs> that was very fun in that last visit. and then my older sister holly who's uh, uh nay villa peak now holly hickey this is the most i have h- heard the word nay used. i don't usually really say really it to it i'm not family tree branch, yeah family yeah. tree so i have an older sister and two parents okay. <laughs> so, so really, it's a really so boring both, way to both,
0: say. both ladies of whom were nay, were nay some we were all nay yeah nay, nay, nay. all right um and and uh how much older is your sister than you uh three years okay did you, what kind of relationship do you guys have
1: when you were both teenagers? Was it like Ugh, close, bad, bad? Yeah. I don't think when I was born, my mother took me to the doctor and was like, what are these marks? Like a couple months later and they were like, oh, they're bite marks. Like my sister did not like that I was born. Yeah. And then when she got, I remember there, there was a big story in my family where how she got this like doctors, preschool, like doctor thing. And she was like, I'm giving the baby shots, shots. Like she did not enjoy me. And when we were growing up, she was like, stay out of my room, leave me alone. And I was like, I had that younger sibling of like, I want to play. Sure. I want to do what you're doing all the time. And she was like, nope. So then I kind of just went my own way. And when we were teenagers, it was just like, fuck. yeah!" yeah. Like, <laughs> as soon as my parents would leave, she would be the babysitter in charge. And it was just like, cause my parents didn't fight. So we, I feel like we just had this outlet for all this tension that was in the house. Mm. And it was just like, our parents, or our neighbors would call and be like, um, you and Dave drove away and uh, we're a little concerned about it because really? <laughs> we were just like, you're a bitch. Like we, every oh, wow. bad word we could think. I kicked yeah. a hole in her door once. Ooh. That was like the first time I fought back. It was a big deal. And I just sat and I'm like, I hope you know I just broke their fucking door. And um I sat at the top of the stairs. My parents were at Marriage Encounter. Um Sorry, that didn't work out. but. They were marriage, marriage encounter. Okay, so, so this was, it was like, like a couple's a, mm-hmm, getaway like a and then like retreat thing, yeah. and they would go for follow up like touch up weekends or something, or yeah. like three hours on a Sunday. And you say that so didn't they work gone out all day. So they Didn't, didn't work out. Marriage yeah. encounter. Yeah. yeah. Nice Where try. Did, when did they get divorced? Uh, like I think they called me like a week after I graduated from college, and they were like, "We're going to see some counselors." And I was like, good, good, good. And then my mom hung
0: counselors. up. What, what? We're going to encounter some counselors. Yes. <laughs> do,
1: do, do. And um, and then my mom hung up. My dad was like, it's just to get a divorce, but your mom doesn't really know yet. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: Oh. Oh, that, wait, wait I know this. Oh, so it was kind of oh, like... Weird piece of information to be given. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I was in, in Evanston. I just graduated from college and was working at this candy store at the time, which I, I do love. And I love the woman who owned it. It was a great experience. But I just I just remember being there being like what am I supposed to do? Like, I didn't know how to be an adult really. And then they were just like both just spiraling into their own, like having, you know, just rediscovering what their lives were. And and my mom was in such shock. And my father was like, I'm doing theater. I have this other life. I'm this other person. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to try and not exist. Like I'm going to make as little money as I can. And like, just, I just did not know what to do anyway. Yeah.
0: Well, that. Yeah. So I guess if they were in that space, some version of that space when you were in high school, like you just said that your parents didn't fight. I guess I didn't know if that meant that they didn't fight like everything was fine or they didn't fight like they chose not to air any grievances. And so there was like a crackling tension that you guys both also felt and participated
1: in. And then you just fucking let loose on each other. Yeah, there was gone. yeah, it was just like no no, there was like no release valve, and I don't think I either of them really knew how. I just don't think they had the tools or any example of how. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there were maybe like four huge family fights where it was just like scary, loud. Like nobody got hit or anything, but um, it, it was just like that, that. I so that we were aware of what what lay beneath all of that tension. Yeah. But most of the time, it was just like tension and. Like La- big laughter over uh-huh. on top. Like, let's just keep slapping <laughs> jokes on top of everything. So, yeah. Like, um, yeah, So I guess that could a be really. There are worse defense mechanisms
0: than lots of laughing.
1: Yeah, that's true. Ooh. It wasn't heroin. I mean, a family of heroin users.
0: <laughs> we all quietly used heroin in our rooms. We didn't really fight that much. Or speak or eat <gasps> yep
1: the music was loud
0: a lot of throwing up on ourselves i don't
1: know anything about heroin people listen to loud music <laughs> during
0: heroin during <laughs> heroin i don't even know, you know how to say it i think they i think they i think it's, in movies there's loud music playing and i don't know that's if that right. means that you the person who's on heroin is choosing that or if that's like a film choice to show you how maybe you're oh, how head. that person's got it
1: I feel like I felt like I knew what heroin was when I watched Train Spotting. When they, he sunk into that rug, I was like, "That is a great." Like, oh, okay, I can very figure out freaky a little bit. Movie about yeah the feeling
0: of that. I think yeah, I, th- I agree with you. I think that's like that was the movie where I was like, "Okay, I get it. Don't need I do not yeah. need to go down that road." That's- <laughs> did you do drugs I in need high to shit school my pants or bed. Uh, Yeah, I did. I did. Can you these do? You ever- know. do you care no, no. About- these guys I- I've already talked about. No, I did okay. a lot. Of- I did a lot of LSD. Oh my god, that's so crazy! Wow, early on, and then I stopped halfway through high school.
1: But like to try it so early. Yeah. Did you, were you a good no. kid? You were a good kid. I'm not necessarily a good kid. No. I just was afraid of everything. I, I have never done... I still haven't done coke maybe yeah. next year.
0: <laughs> I still want to be cool. There's just um, a lot... Yeah, there's a lot of goals you don't need. You can just like go all together. That I would say is one of them. I think. Um, all I would do is clean my
1: apartment right. if I did coke. I mean it does, so it doesn't matter. It does feel
0: good to, to clean when you feel like you have the energy <laughs> for it. I will say that. Um, so, so yeah. So what were you like when you were a teenager?
1: Um, I was... I just tried to get everybody to like me and tried to be i tried to get an a in everything and i did i i was in choirs a lot we went to church we were very involved in our church what kind of what, what uh, was presbyterian protestant and um i guess that seems sort of buttoned up to me too it is yeah. it is and it's pretty much like you're just you just say your prayer to yourself we'll bow our heads and you just
0: Let's not, and then you're no forgiven. To it's just like else. What, what, no what, need to touch yeah. or be tactile in any way, and, and the no music need to cry. Is no horrible. Need to, is, the, it, is it the so? The plotting like just, the hymns
1: like the four four. And yeah. we sang. I sang in the choir. I was in the bell choir. I was really good at handbells and could play like three and a hand on the little ones. Now so hold very, on, because I'm not familiar with bell oh. choir. Um, well, have you ever seen the people in the robes with the, like the little handbells? and Have I? I mean, I guess. I'll, I'll set you I a tape, tape. Maybe in a. Okay.
0: <laughs> i'm 57 let's get a vhs 57 going. year old Probably and i got i could that. rev up that VJ vhs okay. dvd player over there that i keep holding on to because i'm afraid i have some vhs somewhere that i'll desperately need to see at a moment's notice you do you right. will i i say I've keep it some old dance thing or you know yeah yes, like, like oh i should stuff. watch my high school dancing yeah yes but also i think you can just have it converted onto a dvd by a sur- some sort of a service i know but
1: won't it lose the no, it's probably good for it to it's get the converted on the DVD. Yeah, the, yeah. Like those ribbons run out. I don't yeah. know anything about how oh, they work, this but is what they I get is. wiggly. <laughs>
0: I do know that they're clothing
1: ribbons. They're cloth ribbons. <laughs> they're <grow> grain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, I do. All I have in my head is. The bells ring, and that's not that's a song.
1: We play that, uh, Carol of the Bells, and there's bells, and that's where you you could triple up like you play the bell, it's called damping it. Where so you ring it out, it's got like a little clapper in it, and you like flick your wrist and Uh it dings, Uh and then you pull it back against your shoulder to, to pull it back. But there, you can like trill it, you can really shake your hand and trill it, you can also. Um, uh, damp it on the You have like a big A table with a huge Thick foam Like four inches of foam uh-huh. And then a velvet It's like very like a, You wear really, white gloves the And there's like a Ooh. velvet Cloth on there So you can like Play it into the table And then you could also Pluck the bell And then when Whoa, you play The this low, is, I, I mean, mean I, I I don't think. know anything About this it's Like to very me Very cool this,
0: For you heroin For me bell <laughs> choir These are just things I've never heard Both of Both
1: loud music Interesting
0: How big is the choir Of people
1: how many uh, bells were we talking maybe about? uh 12 uh-huh. so usually the guys there were two or three guys at the base table and those bells are like maybe a foot and a half uh okay. diameter they're big and that's why the guys played it in high school because they you just play them with both hands wow and then the girls would play like the like super cute girls and uh-huh. people picked <laughs> up would play like the ding ding like yeah. the little ones um and uh, yeah send me tape. tape. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I can't because I just
0: I I can picture everything you're saying, but I am now positive I've never seen it. Positive, cool.
1: It's actually very beautiful music, but it's not a cool way to spend your
0: youth. Uh Oh no, we were saying too. There's singing and bells happening all there was.
1: There were singing choirs too. So we would go to the first church service. I would go to Sunday school or teach or like help out was the Sunday school aid when I was older. And then the second service, we were in the choir. I mean, we were at church all damn day. And then after choir. Was choir rehearsal at one o'clock. So we would all sing the hymns for next week. And then, like, Sunday night was a uh, youth group, and then bell choir. Bell choir was like Wednesday night. And we had this very intense. Uh, Music director named Paul Dickey, who was just—I mean, he was a really brilliant musician. But I would go home crying sometimes from. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) God, You had like a. I wasn't paying attention. it wasn't focused. I was really flat. Like I wasn't listening. Like the alto section was bad, and like it was—it was intense. I don't know. Like that, like the movie that JK just won the the Oscar for. Like yes, I actually had that sort of like
0: aggressive. You the need for approval. Where does the need for approval come from? Does it come from your actual respect of this person, or does it come from just not wanting to be abused, which then translates into feeling like you're special?
1: Yeah, I think you it's know? wanting that person's approval, and it it just being almost impossible. And that, and especially if you were someone who wanted everyone to. I mean, I used to walk down the halls at school, and be like, "Hi, hi, Michelle, hi," like try and say hi to everybody, like <laughs> everyone telling me, and then to to. So he was like the super toughest person like he he wasn't like an engaged immediately like hey everybody hi welcome to choir and he was like let's get started this is gonna be hard yeah. so i was like if this guy likes you know like I make it, it harder and harder i really get it um and i think he in, enjoyed or appreciated that i worked hard i don't know that he was like oh Jean, my favorite right right <laughs> those philippine girls like right. i know that a friend of mine uh this friend of mine julia fritza from this german family and they like all Played a different string instrument at Christmas. It was like the Fritza family plays their quartet at home and they mm. have candles on their trees. And But she had this... Incredibly beautiful voice. So she would always. She was just like she got. You know, singing the solos at church. Did you go to church growing
0: up? I'm just. I went to happy. Mormon church, and it's oh. similar in the sense that you can spend your entire life doing activities through that church. You know, they really have it set up so that you can. You know, it's a real spirit of community. You, you, there's something you could do probably every single night. Um, mm-hmm. and and you, when you go to church in the day, it's definitely a three-hour commitment. You know, you've got the meeting where everyone meets together. You've got the meeting where you meet with boys and girls your age, and then you've got the meeting. Where you meet with only girls your age. It's like an hour each. It's a long day. Wow. It's long.
1: Yeah. Is there music in the Mormon church?
0: There's music. I would say some of it's plotting and some of it's very spirited. I mean, I think that church prides itself on being a younger church and sort of like, you know, the same spirit of like, you know, I mean, this this idea of <clears throat> uh it's very American. Um, and I've talked about it on the podcast probably uh, too much but it's it to me feels like a very American religion there's a sense mm-hmm. of the, the it, there's a sense of the frontier about it right there's a sense of like we something wasn't working in the old way so this person received this revelation that it could be better and it could be there could be more truth and these are the other you know we found the books that are even more updated and important not more important yeah. than the Bible but we mm-hmm. have our own texts that you know support this younger more vibrant religion in some way I think is kind of a sense of it so I would say that it's more spirited than ri- the like, even the rituals feel younger and sort of a little more energetic somehow. I don't uh-huh. know what I'm saying. I'm sure there are Mormons listening to this going, like, I disagree with everything she just said. <laughs> They're less energetic, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but and so, but I didn't participate like, I very rarely participated in anything extracurricular, uh, so to speak, that that involved music. Every once in a while, I'd be asked to sing something, but it wasn't like I wasn't like the go to or anything like that. At school,
1: did you do choir stuff or? No, I really mm. didn't.
0: I did sing. I mean, I have always sung, yeah. but I never was in a choir. When I was in junior high, there was like a, a band. We, I was my jazz. There was a, the jazz band teacher <gasps> cool. formed like a kid band that would practice at lunch. Who
1: and so was I the jazz band teacher? They must have been a cool. Uh, well, you sang jazz uh, in junior Drunk's. high at lunch? I know.
0: We would like play <gasps> oldies. We would play oldies. But uh, but that like that was sort of the extent to, you know, I didn't even really do musicals or anything in high school. And I
1: didn't wow. take any music when I was in college either. When did you start playing guitar? When I, I worked at second city and we did a show at the Flamingo hotel in Las Vegas. Oh, I in don't know what you were going to say,
0: but I'm very intrigued it's by weird. All this.
1: And, um, my friend, Mary Pat Farrell, who is from oh, second city yeah. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. She had her guitar and I had just gotten a guitar and, um, she really, she was like, here are a couple of chords. She kept, she was such a wonderful, encouraging friend to be like, Play, let's play together. Let's play. and I was terrible, and she was like, "I don't. No, nope, you're not terrible. You're learning. Let's play together and sing together." And she really got me to because we had a lot of free time. It was the first time I had had a job as an actor. It was my first job at Second City, and I, or after touring anyway, where I was like, "Oh, I have a paycheck. I just do this this week, and then I have free time where I can relax." Like it, yeah. It, it was such a an amazing thing. I was like, "Okay, I'm going to go try hiking." And so we played music a lot during the day, and she was a really big influence like yeah that so it was like
0: huge because i would love
1: ago. to think that i ha- I would have the
0: patience to do that and i can't say that i would to teach someone from scratch sort of yeah to work with someone from scratch on an instrument i don't know if i and which i feel like i have t- t- teachy in me i feel teachy i, have
1: teachy I feel like i could teach yeah but i
0: don't know if it would be like a friend guitar I don't yeah know if which it makes it me be. think
1: of that um what's the jk rowling or, wait is that his name or is that the woman who wrote
0: Harry Oh no, it was terrible. A lot of JKs out there. A lot of JKs out there. A lot what of just kidding out there. Whiplash. Oh
1: god. Whiplash. Yeah. myself. Okay, so with the Whiplash character and Paul Dickey, that music teacher, like if I had to. Just listening to high school uh, orchestra or mm-hmm. anything, when you're in it, you're like, I'm doing my best. But then when you go back and hear it, you're like, this is awful. It's uh-huh. like bad music is a real. It's like torture. It is. It's so, very hard. Like it's how like bad improv. They teach that it's, it's yeah, it's so cringeworthy. Well, yeah, how can we teach that too? And I do that yeah. sometimes. So yeah, I guess you learn to put the rage away, or you get mad. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. know some teachers who are really mad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's that's a special kind of teacher that can teach music. It takes a lot of patience yeah do you
0: feel like you were effective when you i'm just imagining you now saying hi to all the people down the school hallway and and obviously your characterization of it is that you felt the sort of desperation to be liked but i'm wondering if that's like something that they picked up on and you weren't successful at or you were a very likable successful person who sort of was like friendly with everyone
1: i think i was successful at it but i think that i what the product of that is like i was known as being a very nice person which is like being like like this wall is yellow it just doesn't really do anything you know what i mean mm. like i did i was like class president but president uh, what <laughs> <I> is that <laughs> i set the precedent I set the president for presidency um, but i don't even remember doing anything like I, I think that was also like i want to win i wanted to do this but i don't think i um announced I mean, any legislation or I did know, anything I mean, like do you we, know what i mean?
0: i mean but when you're in high school i don't know who i i, I guess the people <clears throat> when I think about the people who had strong points of view in high school, they wouldn't have run for student council. By high yes. school, you don't have that. I doubt that your p- opinions, if you have strong ones, are about the high school that you're in. They're going to be about politics and sort of you're getting, you're trying on, at least for my school. It was yeah. my friend, my 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 sort of, you know, really smart friends who were already like, I remember my friend Maggie, shout out to Maggie Trinkle. She's probably not listening to this. Trinks. Trinks. Never called um, her that. Okay. Never called. Certainly going to start. <laughs> certainly gonna start uh we had a little facebooking the other day um but yeah she's so bright and i remember how angry she was that she was turning 18 after she after clinton's the oh.
1: the potential to vote for bill mm-hmm. clinton
0: she was so impassioned about it and then this other guy robert hornby 100 percent sure doesn't listen to this podcast but shout out to horns horny called him that. <laughs> 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 he was very Republican. And so they would have these spirited, you know, political conversations oh. that were already so well informed. Like, those are the people I imagine feel strongly about things. Whoever, I don't even know who was like in student council in high school. That's it's how not, little, I think it's it just a thing to get, get on your like college. Like pop- yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I think I
1: wanted to do as many activities as possible too yeah. to make it look or just like this is a successful thing as a youth. Like, right. I don't think I cared. Although I did, that just reminds me of my best friend caroline had like an older she had three siblings and they had she had two, two of them are older and their family was just like there was. Just, i was at their house a lot growing up there was a lot going on and we formed with her sister amy and all of her friends like this group called women's issues now win oh, <laughs> and it was wonderful. like her senior year of high school and we were best best friends and didn't have lots we weren't in a clique or anything so we would kind of hang out at her house and smoke cigarettes and like look at Ansel Adams pictures and talk about like, <laughs> what do we, how, what, what's existence? And, sure. And, but her friends, like face. they wanted to, I guess her, her sister's friends were in college and they were like, we care about women's issues. So we would like photocopy articles and staple them and sit around the table. And like, oh. I remember thinking like, this is something, but like we didn't do, <laughs> we didn't really But it was
0: something though. I mean, that's, those conversations getting had anywhere by anyone whether it's, you know, in front of a bunch of people or just, like, some women talking. Like, I mean, I I feel like that's... It's so much better than not, you know? Um, And that's a conversation I've had uh, a lot, too. uh, And I always call up Casey Wilson's uh, episode because it's the most... I think that that where she articulates the idea of feminism most clearly and Uh concisely. But anyway, just this idea of, like, now like to be in an environment where that's maybe not even cool to do now. Cause it's supposed to be like, we're already there, but we're not there. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. So I just so think tricky. it's lovely that you guys were doing that and sort of, you know, yeah. opinions. it doesn't mean that you have to go out and March, you know I
1: mean? I guess you could have, but I mean, I feel like I'm proud it. of it. It just seems like not really, I guess it was a little bit of awareness. I, I was going to say it's not really effective. We didn't really do anything, but I, I, it is just like, that was the first time I had been like, I'm going to read all these articles and do this. And got to college and was like, Oh, I read Susan Flutie's backlash and all that. Like, okay, okay. This is something I am. I, that can affect the way I view myself as an adult. Cause I just didn't really know, especially because I was like, I'm going to just try and fit into whatever mold like Bernardsville, New Jersey says would be ideal. And then just like, well, what does that mean in the big world? Like who, who am I? Because I wasn't, I hadn't really developed like my own style of anything I just try to kind of please other people so yeah. I think that was part of it like well, I'm be does, a woman
0: where, so where do boys come into that for you what was, what was your um, love life like in high school I was very tall my very love early
1: life. my love life, your love life my life? lovers my high school I, I had like big crushes on I had crushes very young, like second grade, third grade, and I always just was writing like, I love this. I, every Irish boy in our school I was in love with. and Every Irish boy? Yeah. What do you think that's about? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I guess there
0: are, no, I was going to say it's not like New Jersey is known for the Irish the no. same way
1: Chicago is. There were certainly playing. The first guy I went on a date with was Italian. There were a lot of Italian guys in our town too. But like he, I didn't really know him and he didn't really know me. And I was a sophomore and he asked me out and I was like, I'm getting asked out on a date. So yes. Right. And he was like a football player. We had nothing in common. And he took me to Benigan's, and then he was like, pick a movie. It, like we had to go to another town where there was like dinner and movie th- options. Cause our town was really small. And I was like, I want to see betrayal with Deborah Winger and, uh, <laughs> And it was this horrible movie about KKK and like right. she was undercover. Like, and I was like, I have thoughts and ideas. And I think I was a sophomore. And I think he was like, what the fuck is this? And, and it was also like we were done with dinner. We had dinner at like six to seven. And the movie was like 10. And I was like, that's the one. So right. we walked around. Right. So that didn't work out. <laughs> and then I just, I was kind of tall and overdeveloped and like uh, smart for my age. So I was like not in the cute, like I really wanted to be like everybody. Like I want to be cute and be thrown around picked up and like Right. so by senior year by junior year I had a crush on this guy Graham Stewart and we had this this when we did plays we would have a little like um uh uh, uh, uh What do you call it? Assembly, Uh where we do like a little teaser. Like, Hello Dolly's our show. Here's a little, like, one song from Hello Dolly. Come out to Hello Dolly. um, We had this fall drama that was called Voices from the High School, and it was a bunch of monologues. And I really wanted the abortion monologue, but I didn't get the abortion monologue. Like, it was just like, wow. And I think my monologue was like, hey, man, we're just kids, we're doing our best. And then it was like, Baba O'Reilly comes up soaring. So for the little assembly, there was like a little bit of abortion monologue, a little bit of suicide monologue. And then I sat on the the edge of the stage and was like, Hey ma'am, we're just doing our best and walked out through the audience. And I was like, this is cool. And then I walked right up to this guy, Graham. And I was like, do you want to go to (gasps) prom with me?
0: Oh my God. And he was like,
1: he was like, no thanks. And I was like, Oh,
0: (laughs) but then eventually I love it. Yeah. I love but and do you feel and was that when you look at that is that sort of a, is that a representation of like what theater did for you i mean is that not to say that you weren't confident but um do you did you did you do you, you felt emboldened by this idea of like what your monologue was uh, and yeah. kind of like just in the spirit of like hey
1: i think it was, like what was it and, and how
0: far in advance did you plan to do that you know what i mean
1: I don't know, but it, that was such a dumb, when I look back on it, it's like nerve wracking enough to perform. And then like on top of that, I'm going to like, ask a boy out. (laughs) So make that whole day, like, it's like a diarrhea day, like just Ah! so much anxiety. Um, but yeah, I think it was indicative of me because I was just like, I have so many feelings. Like I just knew like, Oh God, I just need to act and be dramatic because probably because I didn't like have a healthy way to let those feelings out in my life life. So I was like, I'll just fake do it. Right. Um it's
0: so funny you wanted the what, what, what do you remember what the abortion monologue was like? It was just like this is what happened to me. I had to do this.
1: I don't remember it all. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it was well written. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm,
0: I feel certain you're right. I feel
1: certain. Voices right. from the high school probably touring yeah. the nation right now. Yeah. Samuel French.
0: Hey man. Hey man, you're, that one is Hey man, I
1: had an abortion. I wish. I'm a kid.
0: We I'm doing the oh, best I can. I
1: think it's suicide. I think, yeah, all those like oh heavy, Oh God, wanting to be, I remember auditioning for something called governor's school, which was like this summer program for actors. And you could, it was like, I guess it was supplied by the supplied or paid for by the state. So, um, uh, but you had to audition. It was my first audition as like an actress and my teacher who was a great, great drama teacher and voices from the high school was like a a divert like we did like a Lorca play we did this Spanish Lorca play my senior year we did really beautiful stuff but she was like I want you to do this kid uh, this uh character from member of the wedding and it was like hey guys (gasps) and I was like I'm 16 Uh, Del I like and her name was Del too actually uh Dolores Delasante and I was like I want to talk about abortions and stuff and she was like I'm telling you to audition. You're 16 years old and audition with this young girl. And I'm sure every other girl from New Jersey came in and was like, I smoke and I, you know, yeah. and I was like, Agnes hey of God. Yeah. Yeah. Agnes of God. Exactly. Yeah. And it it was to my benefit that she had said that because I, I did end up going, you know, to the program. And I, but just wanting to be adult so much and wear high heels and like have problems and then 20 years later like (laughs) (laughs) got it and high heels hurt and my problems hurt like that's yeah 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 Um, governor's school yeah it was called governor's school for the arts and it was a really cool what was that program like it was like a week or two in the summer and it was at Trenton State College and there were like writers 10 writers 10 artists 10 actors do you go away for
0: it like sleep in a dorm and stuff yeah
1: and um I did a little improv for the first time there. didn't really know what it was. And, but we were also with artists. Like I didn't know anyone who's planning to be an artist in their life. Our, our town was really, really small. And most yeah. people went into finance or worked in, you know, uh, New York and, uh, you know, lived in Hoboken now or whatever. Before that, or there. was,
0: and because of what you just said, did you, feel like you were pursuing this passion in a way that you sort of projected in the future or were you like I don't know I just I love it right now but like I guess eventually as a
1: grown-up I'll do blank I did think for a while I was like I'm going into advertising because I want to make money mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that was a good Bernardsville thing to say like, <laughs> I have a career in mind that's creative <laughs> and uh, responsible and it's class president then- I vow <laughs> <laughs> no more ads unless uh, i agree so yeah and then i went to this program between junior and senior years and then i was like i'm being an actress and my parents were like oh my god oh my god they were so yeah we were not yeah and my mom said your sister me- was your sister in, into that kind of stuff nope she was very i mean she was a singer also and in, in the choirs and stuff like that but she's a nurse she's very uh practical and very organized she's also creative in a beautiful way like she can make incredible like cakes that look like hamburgers. And like, she has a son who's going to be four soon. And like the creative outlet she has for him is incredibly beautiful, like artistic. And, um, uh, sh- she's great that way. But, but also in an organized way of like, I, I this is like a recipe or pattern for this and I made it and it looks exactly right. Right. Or mine, like it doesn't look right. So I wing it. And it looks a little yeah, weird like this. Yeah. So we have very different approaches to life in that way. Yeah. Yeah. But we okay. did, We weren't really close until my parents divorced. And then we were like, What's going on with these two? And then that really, I think that bonded us for the first time when we were in our oh, 20s. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you have conversations now about how much
0: you guys kind of loathed each other? Is it, is it sort of funny or is it I still a little so. bit tender and sensitive and kind of like,
1: let's not talk about the fact I that I kicked the hole in your wall?
0: Yeah, or the door. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: think we, occasionally we've maybe told that story about the, the hole in the door, like, ha ha ha, or like, those were crazy times, but like, yeah. nobody really gets back. And we went to a family therapist that just reminds me for a time, the four of us, and they were like, I remember building to this culmination of like, Holly and Jean, I want you to hug each other on this couch. Of course, it comes back to touching. It was just like, (laughs) fine. She might bite me again. Yeah. Um, And they were like, see. And then I think the therapist was like, please get a dog because it will help you all. Show and express love I'm, I'm telling way too much Now I have a problem Showing um, <laughs> um, <laughs> But we did get this dog Named Pepper And everyone was just like Fuck you Pepper I love you Pepper I love you Pepper I love you Like We all All the love Went to that dog Who was probably like God help me like, I can't. <laughs> it's That's much. great Oh poor Pepper
0: oh, Poor pe- pe- Pepper Pepper had it all right
1: Pepper has passed
0: Pepper passed
1: Pepper is buried Under the deck Of that house Where none of us Live anymore Yeah
0: Buried under the deck yeah, I guess that's what you do with a pet. I don't know. I mean, nowadays, like you know, when my cat died, I just you know she died at the vet. She was put down and then cremated, and now I have her ashes in a box, and I don't know what to do with them. Will you keep them forever? I think I thought I was going to like scatter them or bury them somewhere in the San Francisco area. Not because oh, yeah. she loves San Francisco. I mean, I did you get did. her there. <laughs> she and I used to when so, you yeah, go back she, home when she and I started dating. Uh, <laughs> How did you find her? Uh, she was a she was a rescue. She was just like in a. She was actually in i wasn't supposed to have pets in my apartment classic classic story of a young person who you know was like and then i was walking past it was just Uh it was a spca outreach program so they had cats in cages um in front of like the macy's in union square or something and my roommate and i at the time uh uh, were walking past and it really was kind of like a no who you know i would had a cat i'd had a cat that i had to get rid of even when Uh i like had to give him to a friend because you know also he was an indoor outdoor cat in arizona but anyway, point being, I wow. it was one of those things where you're like, well, I don't was not in the market for a cat. Like, why am I not? Why can't I stop thinking about this cat? And my friend left to go to Italy to visit her. She has extended family there. And I, uh, I called her because guys, there wasn't texts. Um, so we had to like figure out, you have to actually figure out nice. like, what time it is somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> maybe I emailed her. I don't know. But, um, but I was like, I, am I crazy? I can't stop thinking about that cat we saw. And she was like, get it, just get it. So I had to, like track her down. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: questions yeah. about this. Right? <laughs> yeah,
0: you have to get that guy. You have to get that out and then the cat died and then the cat died it was really weird in between some uh, good times though yeah. <laughs> it was worth it I don't know if she would say that um, no but trust. yeah so she, she wanted me to get it so I got that cat and I had her for 16 years oh wow Yeah, God, long a long time. time yeah so I do have this like fam- weird but it's funny because I think I've had even someone on the podcast who had a similar experience with their parent and so here I am with a cat being like I can totally relate to your mom not knowing what to do with your dad's ashes my cat's ashes are sitting right over there.
1: <laughs> Terrible. I know you found your parents.
0: Oh god, there's no SPCA. there's no good way to uh, yay, yay Um okay, so what I'm gonna, I want to get to this mash game pretty soon cuz I'm very excited about it, but I want to ask you uh just in terms of painting a picture a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um what kind of like music did you listen to? Were you sort of doing what everyone else was doing cuz that was part of the kind of like I just want to be
1: what No, you know? I I don't do think you... because I wasn't in a clique. I listened to I just did not make a lot of decisions for myself so my best friend listened to we listened to like George Winston which is piano music and wow. yeah, some oh, sure. Indigo Girls yeah. but when I first got a CD player I got like a Tchaikovsky CD for my dad so I had like I, I had a Billy Joel tape I just had kind of one thing here and there like a Hot Tracks k record uh-huh. Listen to Grease I had records I guess a lot I had the Grease soundtrack and Xanadu and I sang along with those a lot but I wasn't I missed the whole Van not Van Morrison <laughs> Oh, the Smiths. I don't care for the music. Sorry, everybody. But yeah, I missed that whole thing in Depeche Mode. I just didn't buy. I just. We didn't leave our house much. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch movies and stuff? Did you watch. Do you read? uh, We got tan in the backyard, did a lot of jigsaw puzzles. Amazing. Um, amazing. um, Well, we didn't really have. It was kind of pre cable. Um, So we didn't really watch. We went to movies. But again, my town was so small that it was like the Karate Kid is here and it played for the whole summer. So we saw it like four times. Yeah. But like it, there wasn't, and nobody went to New York, although I'm sure there were you kids really in my high school are who are starting like, to
0: sound like a Bruce Springsteen song, st- Bruce Springsteen song a little bit. Is that like a good a, Okay. No, no. I will be just this idea of a small town girl who's sort of, a, a, you know. And a journey song. Yeah. 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 Figuring I mean, we hung
1: <laughs> yeah. out with friends a lot. We just kind of hung out and talked about if we were in, if our universe was in the toenail of another giant in another I universe. that's country.
0: a big deal for someone who wasn't taking drugs. I guess that those are usually conversations for me that happened like, hi,
1: LSD. Oh boy. I know there were people doing that and then going into New York city. Like, I don't know why we didn't just break a rule and go like, we're getting on the train and going to New York because it was like Bernie gets is shooting people and you will get raped and killed if you step foot off the train. So you it was just that like,
0: fearfulness. Can't go yeah. to New York. Yeah.
1: Well, we were raped and killed. Like every woman was like there were no women there. Every
0: the woman, <laughs> every woman, right to oh kill. My God, in amazing. the museums. All right. Well, I don't. I don't think Uh-oh. that necessarily uh, you have s- still like zero knowledge of of pop culture or that you've never seen a movie. So I'm going to uh, get. I into- did see
1: like Pretty in Pink. right <laughs> right That was pretty hip. It's a pretty hit movie Thank you Um,
0: Okay So I'm gonna start out with uh, I'm gonna go with a perennial classic uh, Perennial classic (laughs) Um, Three places that you would like to have a
1: vacation home it oh, okay.
0: Whether you've been there or not, I don't care. Hmm, okay, Take a risk. you can if you want to.
1: Kauai, and like I guess that's obvious, but I, that is a magical, beautiful place. Sure, sure. Kauai Then I need one that is. Um, yeah, you don't have to attack. pick anything unexpected. This is for you.
0: Oh, okay. This isn't like surprise the listener but, uh, by a choice that you don't even know how you feel about.
1: This is about I'm your. Not heart great and soul. at making choices, I have to say. Make the choice. Um. So <laughs> hurry. <laughs> one in Italy, maybe in um. Let's see. Uh, Tuscany, sure, and then at New York, New York City,
0: great NYC, baby, (laughs) Um, wonderful. Okay, three uh, bands or singer songwriters, you know, anything like that that you uh, living or dead that you wish you
1: could have sung with, or you wish you could sing. Um, uh, Tony Bennett, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Billy Joel. Wonderful. No women.
0: Yeah, well, you're the woman in this situation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Guess no competition. So. Um, okay, great. Uh, next one is three movies that you can jump into, and they're real. It's like a, the, the world of that movie can is live real. In you can live in the movie.
1: Moonstruck. Oh, wonderful. Um, oh, but in, in terms of like it being a fan, like an animated movie, even, oh, I can yeah, jump in absolutely. and live in that world. Yeah. Well, oh, The Piano. I just love that movie, uh, and that world is so beautiful. Um uh, and let's see. That was one of those movies where I remember seeing it.
0: It came out at just the right age for me where it, I, I was having those experiences with film and music where you're like, Oh, it can be like this too. Like a movie can oh, be like yeah. that? that. I've never seen anything like that before. That's yeah, how I felt. about like, Experience. Yeah. And yeah. There's
1: a lot of quiet. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And yeah. the music. Yeah. Totally get it. Um, great. And some beautiful, awesome movie. Oh, What's the Oh god, help me. Breakfast at Tiffany's, I guess. I don't know. Great. That's a fun great. different world than mine. Oh, great. Oh god. Are we getting graded on this?
0: You're not. You're not. You're not. I don't know
1: how and to do it I then. will vote for you.
0: <laughs> Whatever you're so. running for. Oh, so sad. You got my vote. You got it. Uh, okay. Next one is um, you know what? Let's go with this. Let's go with uh someone through history, someone now, somebody who you sort of like a mentor to you that you can call, who loves you, and you can be like, what do I do about this? And it's just, it's this, this person that's like, you know, like, I, like who wouldn't want like a Meryl Streep to be like, oh, honey, let me, let me just tell you what to do. So fantasy
1: kind of ones? Things? Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, Glory Steinem. Great. Um, Back to those old days. Yeah. Stapling together. <laughs> pages from women's issues yeah, now love it. when, um, mentors. Oh my God. Um, so it's not somebody I know. These are fantasy ones.
0: Well, I mean, I guess it's, it's not as fun for the, for let's go. Okay. If okay. You Mother know. Teresa. If like, yeah.
1: I'll know. just start. T- and then, um, um, <laughs> <laughs> some terrible, I'm sorry. All this time is ticking away. No, no, no. Uh, how about Dolly Madison just as a, just throw a wrench in there. I haven't thought there. about
0: Dolly Madison in a really long time.
1: <laughs> I mean, never think about her It's not her like again. I said,
0: yeah, it's not like I, usually, you know, it used to be, I would just sit back in a hammock and <laughs> sip a lemonade and ponder Dolly
1: Madison. The only reason is because the, the name Martha Washington wouldn't come into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so Dolly you like Madison, to change it to yes, Martha? please. Martha Washington. <laughs> because I only associate Dolly Madison with ice cream. And I think that's wrong.
0: It's <laughs> ah, wonderful. Okay, great. Martha. The mother
1: of our country.
0: Washington. Absolutely. Um, okay, great. Uh, uh, next one. Three foods uh, could be as specific as, you know, there's a certain cupcake at blank or it could just be like pizza. Three foods that <clears throat> you know aren't great for you if you have them in excess in mm-hmm. this world of ours. But in mash world, snap your fingers, uh, you can uh, have it and it's almost like it's good for you. And okay. you can have it whenever you want.
1: Uh, ex- ribeye, steak, uh, coconut cake... Ooh. And uh peanut butter milkshake. Oh, that sounds great. All in the blender together.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh. Right get that protein in there.
1: Uh, P, B, shake. A lot quicker with the foods than i am with the historical (laughs)
0: references (laughs) this telling telling (laughs) i was looking to see because i thought i maybe had a folder with that i had slipped in someone's new mash suggestion that i could do and now i'm concerned that i found it everybody um okay well this is very specific and i Mm -hmm. don't know if this will mean anything to you although you have you did bring up jk rowling so my hope is that you will be able to do this is um What animal, name three animals that you would want to uh, summon as your Patronus?
1: Is Patronus from Harry Potter? Yeah. I didn't read them. Are they your spirit animal-like? Yeah. Okay, a panther. (laughs) Great, great. (laughs) Um, An eagle. Sure. And a dolphin. Sure. The land, the sea, and the sky.
0: Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get them all represented. (laughs) All of my different uh, constituents, I need to, I want to give a shout out to everyone (laughs) who voted for me, land, sea, and sky. Um, I, I oh, really, like who's Lancy? No, so <laughs> all I did was repeat what you said. I and I was like, what I'm is I'm lost, that? Janet, I'm lost. Oh, amazing. Every day. It's just amazing. Absurd. And then I love this suggestion, uh, as well. Um, uh, you can assemble and maybe you'll be able to do this. I don't know. When I, when I read this, I was like, I love this question. Would I be able to do it effectively? But, um, you could like, either a TV family that you could join and sort of be a part of, or like a TV family you could assemble. Like I would want my pretty, my dad, I would want, you know what I mean? Or maybe you didn't watch enough, like sort of,
1: well, I guess I would say, uh, just one of these or three of these also. Three, three of, those three also. of these. I think the family ties, the Keatons from I family know, ties. Good. Um, I love them. Uh, and also the eight is enough family. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their last name was. I'm I dating myself. I'm 27 now, y'all. Um. It is. You know. I mean, I don't really care about it. I age, do. I've, get, I've been getting some really
0: extra sweet emails from people who say, who make sure to say, I'm way too young to get any of your references, Oh, but I still love the podcast.
1: But I look them up. Oh. And it makes me feel better. <laughs>
0: Listen, we are living in an age in which you can very easily look something up. You could be learning a lot about past pop hand culture. Bells. Through here. And bell- yeah, Certainly handbells. Certainly. Certainly. I'll circulate the tape. I'll, I'll get okay. it around. Um, um, and one more for-
1: family. Let's see. Um... I don't know. I dramas are scary. Could it... Maybe it could be a movie family too. I'm just thinking about like.
0: I'm thinking about like dysfunctional families that I actually kind of still wish I were in, like Hannah and her sisters' family. Yeah, like one yeah. Of the sisters I was thinking from and her sisters, there's even though they're also like,
1: like neurotic places in the heart. They had oh, like Sissy yeah. Spacek and Diane oh, Keaton old movie. Yeah, oh, places, places in the heart, in the heart. movie. That's I think it's very movie. dysfunctional.
0: I think it is too. Was the John Malkovich in that too? perhaps maybe maybe i'm putting it I
1: in. i just it. remember the ladies Places, sissy's basic i heart. love her i know i'm putting it in too she's
0: in that new show oh, that we the
1: bloodline I, that family i love yeah, too yeah yeah some darkness yeah i don't know that i or to feel, feel safe tenon being tenon in that family, family. Oh, oh yeah to i'm gonna drive anyone. home and go like oh
0: maybe i should cross out eight is enough and put ten in bounce
1: that's cool yeah yeah because then is, i would that have make a war- you like me more janet <laughs> <laughs> i just like the wardrobe better i know and no, the haircuts—they're
0: yeah. all very artsy, uh, in their way. Okay, um, and then final okay. one. All due respect to your husband. All due respect. This is a oh game God, of math. I'm terrible
1: at this. this is a, three, guys, I would
0: love could be yeah. Three could be someone current. Could be a character in a book. Could be a person on a TV. Could be just a character, you know, a or people
1: a we know, like people my husband and be I both Nicolas know. Nicolas
0: Cage's character in Moonstruck. Do you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, well like, that's
1: it. Nicholas Cage's character in Moonstruck is pretty awesome. Um, but not outside of Moonstruck.
0: Yeah, so it could just be a fictitious person. Um, like, yes, they play. You know, the actor play that person, but you're talking about the character itself.
1: And let's see, who's that French singer? Not gonna. Why huh. am I asking you? Huh. <laughs> who's that person? I think I know. Can it, wait. Should it be an actor or can it be a musician anybody, as well? Anybody. Well, let's put Bruce Springsteen right back up on there. Put it, pop him right back in. And um, um maybe uh uh oh boy no this is
0: cute because some people just sit in silence which is by the way also fine as I they f- think if you're and you're like and me it. i'm more sort of like i'm still making noises so you know i'm thinking yeah I'm well because here. of the podcast is issue podcast. I feel, yeah and i'm gonna enjoy a kind
1: of moment pressure. of silence i'm imagining
0: as you think i'm imagining bruce springsteen writing like a us a, a, a wedding vow song to you about <gasps> growing up in a small town in jersey
1: that's running nice. for class <laughs> president. <laughs> um, uh, I'll go with Adrian Brody also. Oh, he's so pompous. Is there I a take character? Take it back. Uh, I, God, if he's he listening, really I'm sorry. So he's very so talented, perfect. though. I
0: know. He, he really comes <laughs> up. He's putting that out there. Um, he is projecting that pomposity. It's not your fault.
1: Gene. I'm going to say Willem Dafoe instead. Dafoe. He's great.
0: fucking sexy and great. I think you're. I think the, I think you're right on. Right on target. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um. Okay. So now uh, comes the part where you just tell me when to stop.
1: I don't know. Why I'm making intense eye contact with you. That's a first for me. Stop. Okay. I wanted to enjoy a little. I, I didn't make any weird sounds that time too.
0: No, I know. We really just sounds. let it play out. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pause this. The people listening are not going to feel this pause. I want you to feel very comfortable, but I will. Going to seem okay. But you are going to have a very awkward <laughs> silence while I calculate okay. this. But then I'll come back with your 100% guaranteed MASH future. I can't wait. Uh, That's the most um, talkative (laughs) about the things you were worried or (laughs) or hoped you get that I've had in a while, even though I guess maybe it was only one thing. All right, this is the thing. First of all, I want to assure you that if anything bad is happening to you, you're in danger of any kind, you can summon your dolphin Patronus. Thank God. Which is basically just a beautiful beam of light. You know what it is? It's like when I burped. Mm-hmm. If I had burped out a beautiful spirit animal. Oh, God. In shimmering white. That's what it thats what it would be like. Except your Patronus would be someone maybe with a wand. Wow. Um, you've never seen the Harry Potter movies? I have. Is that what the deer is, the yeah. Patronus? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, don't yeah. know the lingo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're all right. You're okay. All right. Okay. So you have this dolphin. Now, that might come in handy because I know that you're excited about this. and I'm excited for you, but it is a, di- a little bit of a different kind of vacation home. You did end up with a shack in New York. Okay. Maybe it's a tough. It's artsy. i, I may need that dolphin Patronus. I
1: might paint dolphins and shacks. for sure.
0: <laughs> for sure. I mean, listen, it's mashed. You might get the shack. You got okay. the shack. I'm, I think I'm okay with it cause it's New York and I feel like, um, even a shack is like $5,000. Yes. So you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be just fine. Okay. Um, Shannon. I want you to know also that also, uh, listen, you know what? You're in a New York state of mind. And that's oh, because you also sing with Billy Joel. Oh my God. I love it. Oh my God. That's great. Yeah. Yeah uh this I'm is all very. This is, you know run. what this is a very new york this these response these Uh-oh. are very new york centric i mean no, i guess i can't say your mentor mother Teresa is not necessarily a big new yorker that was kind of a crazy um. <laughs> are you sure it's not time? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you check again why don't you check again um certainly you can have all the coconut cake you want i'm Thank sorry God. you didn't get the ribeye but you, i know you didn't want the shake so at least i
1: didn't, I didn't really want to shake you got take the, the cake over the you shake. Know why? Because
0: the shake is the, you want to chew. Yes, yeah. At the end of the day, you want something The, the, texture, the coconut flavor, got plenty of chew. Totally, plenty of chew. Three different textures. You should start chewing tobacco. I think. Oh god, <laughs> you got to get that chew in. I'll never stop Tuck that chew in. Um, uh, okay, so what have I covered? Shack, New York City, Mother Teresa. We talked about the Dolphin Patronus. Um, where did the Keatons live? Because that's your TV family. I don't right? know. I feel that's like Ohio, a group, probably. Well, guess what? Family in a shack. Yep. Uh, and then also, they were uh, liberal. to continue the New Yorkness of it all, uh, you can jump into the New York of breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, great. Oh, lovely. Which is a beautiful version of New York. Yeah. Oh, so in wonderful. my shack and your oh, husband j- in this mash is Nicolas Cage's character. In oh Monster. my God. I'm in heaven. Endlessly, shamelessly romantic. I mean, just Did the record player I mean?
1: and a bottle of whiskey. Magic. Come on.
0: Temper. <laughs> Gonna be great. and a steak. And a steak. That, steak, the steak and a steak you still get the steak you still get the steak and coconut cake for dessert
1: uh jv jv thank you so much for doing thank you for having me what an episode. honor thank you 150 oh
0: my gosh and for those of you who are in the uh la area you do the soundtrack show yeah uh-huh. At UCB, um, at Friday nights at nine thirty on and Franklin. And, and on Frank on the UCB on Franklin, we have to say that now, guys, because there's another UCB. It's a whole thing. It's a whole it's thing. It's exploding all over. Um, and uh, that's it. I guess we'll talk to you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much, Janet.